Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. You know, February is Black History Month, and this Friday we'll celebrate, we'll have a big celebration on campus honoring all African-American students who have had a 3.5 GPA for the last couple of semesters, which continues a long history of success for African-American students at Lamar University. In fact, well before the Civil Rights Bill, LU admitted African-American students. In 1956, 23 students entered LU. They were the first African-American. Six of them graduated two years later. Of course, it was Lamar Tech back then. Uh, the list of successful African-American alumni is very lengthy. I got the, I requested the list, and it, it's you know pages and pages long. But let me highlight one today, one that kind of jumped off the page I thought was so great. Levi Dumas, he was the first African-American. American to graduate from Lamar University, um, which was Lamar Tech at the time, um, in 1966 with a civil engineering degree. And in his lifetime, he just turned 80 last year, 2019, Mr. Dumas helped invent the HOV lane in California and the rail system in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. That's that's pretty exciting. So had to highlight him. We'll highlight an African-American uh, every show. Uh, through February. Uh, let's follow that thread of successful students and talk with three I've got in studio today. I have with me Edward Doan. He's a senior chemical engineering major and president of the Student Government Association. Welcome, Edward. Hello. Thank you for having me. I've got Katie McCall. She's a senior poli-sci political science major. Pretty exciting uh, time to be a political science major, I can only imagine. <coughs> Welcome, Katie. And uh, Tyler Martin, junior mechanical engineering major. He is a junior and class senator for the student government. Um, so you guys, I, I brought you all in because you are um, making a big difference on the LU campus. Um, Edward, I guess, well, any of you can jump in at any time. But uh, Edward, let, let's start with you. You've got sure. a big job as the president of the Student Government Association. Um, what, what's going on with student government right now? And really, what kind of power does the Student Government Association have at Lamar University? Can you really do something, Edward? Yes, ma'am. So the uh, the only way to sum it up in one sentence is to say that Lamar SGA, Student Government Association, works with students, try to figure out student problems, student issues, student concerns, and work with administration to draft different policies, action plans, programs, to address those concerns. Um, that sounds rather vague, but that's the, really the only way to say it succinctly. So do students bring those issues to you, to student government, to you personally? I mean, how does that, how does that work? Any avenue. Um, sometimes a student will just see me on the, as I'm walking to class. Hey, Edward. <laughs> let me know something's going on. Sometimes I'm sure you love that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh, on any way possible, as, as, as long as we hear it somehow through email, through our suggestion box, um, we'll take it to the next meeting and try to draft a plan around that. Great. And so what have you, what have you been working on? Have you, have you accomplished some things? Have you got some things in the works? What's happening? Yeah, so um, there's several like, types of projects. There's sh very short-term projects and long-term projects. Um, an example of a short-term project would be a uh, short-term as in we did what we could. Right. So for our safety walk, um, this was actually started a few years ago, but we still continue it where 
LU students and administrators will walk around the college at night and identify different hazards, whether it's a uh, choice of landscaping design or um, lighting. Perfect. And addressing all of those. And this is something we do every semester. That's important stuff. Mm -hmm. And something that's more long-term that we've been able to complete is uh, Swipe Out Hunger, where students are able, during finals every single year, students are able to donate the rest of their meal plan and the school would take that and get those to students facing food insecurity. I love that plan. That is great. So you've accomplished both of those things or still working on the safety, which is an ongoing thing. Right. That's all that will always be. An yeah. Thing. Yeah. What else do you think students are uh, excited about or interested in? I mean, what do you hear the most about parking? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What else? Moving yeah. on. <laughs> parking parking is really the uh, biggest thing that you c- constantly hear about. Um, it's really interesting to see what's going on on the inside um, with the parking c- parking uh, office. Yes. Um, you learn that the majority of parking is tied up within the Montaigne Center. And uh, the numbers on paper look fine, but frankly, a lot of students don't want to walk from the Montaigne Center to the rest of campus. Got it. And that's where that uh, issue really comes from i got it we we gotta we gotta walk i understand i went to texas a&m university and i cannot tell you how thin i got walking it's just part of college folks we gotta walk all right tyler i'm gonna bring you in right now you're you're really a part of sga but your your focus is on beautification and spirit why why so much spirit right um so, I mean, in my opinion, a lot of the complaints, a lot of the issues that I always heard, uh, even before even before SGA, was regarding, you know, school spirit or traditions, people feeling like, you know, LU isn't quite the home they would want it to be. Um, so that was kind of like my main goal with SGA was to see what I could do to help out with that. Take ownership of that. Right, exactly. So that would be by, you know, instituting things like new traditions and things that would last for generations or having projects to make campus more beautiful. Uh, One example is one that I'm working on right now with the director of marketing for the university, Kate Downing. Uh, We're working to get like large, like 40 by 10 foot banners put on the library. So like on the walls of the library, because right now it is, you know, just a giant brick fortress. Right. So the goal being to kind of make it a little less of an eyesore sometimes. So it'll be, you know, more attractive. You walk by like, oh, that's my library. This is Lamar. This is my school. Got it. So kind of trying to hit those kind of feelings for students. Perfect. And uh, reception's been well with the students? Yes, yes. Anytime anybody hears about the projects that we have going on, like, as long as they're made aware of it, like, even if it's not spirit-related, like, students always love that. Like, they hear what we have going on. Like, the Swipe Out Hunger, that's a really popular one. Oh, that's great. The Banner Project, that Mm -hmm. is, too. Like, as soon as students hear about what we're doing, they're usually really on board with um, all the projects we have going on. All right. Give me something that's in the future, something you dream about that you really want to make happen. Um, With SGA or, like, in general? Just in general, with spirit, with tradition, with SGA. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, one of the things that I really like to see is us to have like longstanding traditions. Like, for instance, you know, A&M has the ring dipping and all their things that they do with that, like all these little different traditions and things that they built up over, you know, generations. Right. I think one of the issues is that we don't have very many of those and they're hard to start. Like you can't just make a tradition start. You right. Know, people have to buy in. Exactly. So it takes, you know, a large group of students. Things like the Peckers are a good start for that. And, you know, some of the projects that we'll be instituting over the next, you know, few for semesters. For those who don't know who the Peckers are, why don't you tell us real quick? Right. So the Peckers are a um, unaffiliated Lamar student group that's all about, you know, instituting school spirit at our event. So they go out to every athletic event they can they paint their chest with you know lu lamar cardinals all that good stuff and then they go and they just get loud and excited and rowdy and make the games a more fun place to be because without them i you know i remember like my first couple games that i went to as a freshman 
uh, they were good, you know, but they weren't super exciting. There wasn't a lot of school spirit. But now, you know, with that, it's been helping a lot. Perfect. Thanks, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff you're doing. Thank you. All right. Katie McCall, uh, second student in LU history to be elected to the Board of Regents as a student member. How's that going for you, Katie? And congratulations. Thank you. Um, I really love it. I feel like my time at SGA helped me prepare to going into larger scale since I've worked with administration previously. And just being able to do it on a larger scale has given me a lot of depth into our school system and our school and it's really taught me how to work with everyone and be able to give back to the students as much as possible and and how does that work with the students and what are you giving back um for student regent or in my role in sga both give us one of each okay so for my role in sga my focus is generally towards accessibility um i've worked with the drc several times and um this was like a medium-sized project but the first semester of when I was a senator I brought an idea to the director of risk management um, Gary Rash yes and I noticed that we didn't really have a solid evacuation plan for people who were not able to physically take the stairs by themselves in the event of like an electrical emergency or any emergency that shuts down the elevators yeah that's a big deal so um there was a plan worked on the accessibility committee helped write it up i unfortunately had class during every meeting but i loved getting the emails to keep up and put my input and now it is being tested out in the library this semester so it's great um, great working towards keeping lamar safe and then working on accessibility making a big difference yeah. and you love the board of regents meetings you get to yes, be on the ma'am. inside yes ma'am well and you get to have a representative which we haven't had in a long time so yes, I'm the second student and the first girl who's gotten to do it from Lamar. So it's something very special. Um, a lot of the regents, you know, know what school I'm from because there's only been two of us. Right. But I've been able to weigh in with a lot of students' opinions and give thoughts to students I hear often. So like parking, for example, is something I fairly regularly bring up. You, you carry the torch yeah. to the Board of Regents. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Okay, we got to wrap up real quick because I've got one more guest. But tell us, Edward, maybe uh, LU student who's listening out there, how do they get involved with you guys? How can how accessible are you? Is there an email? Is there a phone mm-hmm. number? What? How can they? So easiest way to get involved is to just show up and represent yourself at our joint sessions. Um, within our bylaws, it's the second week of every month. Uh, this semester, it'll be the second Monday at 530 in NHS. Perfect. 120 sets the center. Thanks for being here, guys. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Big things happening at LU, many student-driven, including our stage projections. I've got Joel Grothy here to tell us about that. The next production is Bacchae. It's a Greek tragedy. Joel, you are for what for this show? I'm the director. You're the director. Correct. All right, Greek tragedy. Mm-hmm. Bring your Kleenex. Uh, yeah, bring your Kleenex and be prepared to... Uh walk out of the theater and kind of shake it off afterwards. Ah, got it, got it. So give us a little synopsis of this show. Uh, So Bacchae originally was written by Euripides. Uh, It's about 2,500 years old, so it's not a new play. This is a fairly new version, adaptation of it. Um, But it's the story of Dionysus, who most of us are maybe vaguely familiar with Dionysus or Bacchus, the god of wine and fertility, and it's um, Euripides' last play. I would say it is his most... Uh, incendiary or controversial and basically by it's it's Dionysus going back to Thebes he thinks he's been disrespected by uh, some of the people there and he takes his revenge on them in a very interesting controversial way mm, doesn't sound like we should bring our children to this is this no, more of this an adult is content. <laughs> okay very good big production small uh, fairly big it is in our studio theater but um 
It's a, it's unlike anything I've done in my ten years here. It's a the cast is about fifteen. I've had a big cast before. I've had larger casts than that, but um, it's a, a set and a design um, concept. I guess I would say that sort of encompasses the whole space. So it's really like you're stepping into an experience rather than. Uh, stepping into a theater, getting a seat, and watching a play. Why? Why this production? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's always a challenge to pick a season. I'm usually I'm I'm sort of the last voice when it comes to picking our season. And um, this was the last play we picked. We picked four plays for this year, and this this is not the last play we're doing, but it's the last one I picked. It was the most challenging. And did you pick it for that reason, kind of challenging, it's kind of challenging. something different for the students? Uh, we haven't done a Greek tragedy in 10 years. I did one about 10 years ago when I got here. I think it's really important that the students have the chance to do that kind of work, work with heightened language. Um, and it's the kind of work that is not really – it's it's not community theater fair. You know, Beaumont Community Theater does some great stuff. But exactly. they're not going to take this on. Um, and we have the opportunity and the leeway to do that. So it's important work for the students and for the area, I think. Are the students loving it? I mean, it's something really different. I'm it assuming. is different. Yeah. It, I think they're, they're challenged and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And so there's a lot of learning happening, which, you know, that is a good thing. That's why we're there. Yeah. Okay. When can we see this? The public's invited. What's That's the correct. cost? This is, it's next weekend. So it's February 13th through the 16th. Uh, Valentine's Thursday. weekend. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Great Valentine's weekend <laughs> Greek tragedy. Well, wine and fertility, yeah, you know, exactly. you could just make it. It's a little stretch. And but, yeah. it's short. So, ah, okay. Uh, it's only about 65 minutes. So, ah, okay. um, but it's that weekend. It's 730 Thursday through Saturday. Uh, tickets are for general admission. It's $15 for students and for, excuse me, for um, staff Lamar faculty and seniors, it's 10, and for students, it is 7. So it's 15, 10, and 7. You can get tickets at lamar.edu backslash L-U-T-D-T-I-X. L-U-T-D-T-I-X. T-I-X. T-I-X. And you can go to the Theater and Dance website also, lamar.edu backslash theater. The phone number for the box office is 409-880-880. Two two five zero, and you can also buy them in person too. Very good, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing that. It is Bacchae Greek Tragedy at Lamar. It is February thirteenth through the sixteenth. Perfect. All right. Did you know that the Spindletop Gladys City Boomtown Museum offers blacksmithing classes? Call the museum at 409-880-1750 or visit the museum. It's open Tuesday through Saturday at Lamar University. Hey, thanks for mis- listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.